0: Welcome to the special event studio, episode twenty-four. Our, our guest today is Lisa Zavansis. She is the project manager of meetings and events for the event partner. Lisa, how you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Great, great to have you here. Thank you very much for for uh, agreeing to spend some time here with me. No problem. And and. With your your work at the event partner, we'll get into that after. But this is all about it's all about you. And so, take us back a little bit. Where, where did it all start for you? Where did you grow up?
1: Uh, I grew up in Etobicoke. So, and now I mean I live in East York now, but you know, basically Toronto girl.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, East York. Where is East York in Toronto?
1: Uh, Dan. Well, I, I live off the Danforth, okay. so you know, Greek Town.
0: Okay etobicoke toronto girl uh when when you're growing up what did you want to do for a living
1: oh i don't know i don't think i ever really figured that out until i was in my 20s
0: and 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 like did did you go to school
1: um yeah well i went to brock university i took the recreation and leisure studies program there um but when I, it's funny when i was in high school uh, I was an I was athletic, and I was on the athletic council, and uh, I spent you know a couple of years as the special event coordinator on the athletic council. So I was running tournaments and the athletic banquets, and you know all those those types of things. And then I went to Brock. I got into this recreation program, which was of interest to me. But even once I got there I got on the student council for my program and once again ended up running socials and just getting involved in running events for people and I think it was about halfway through university that I I said well I I seem to be drawn to this Um, and uh, decided to I finished out my degree but thought that that would be the direction I would go in after.
0: Awesome that's that's very like very like the way I you know growing up sports started organizing the stuff. And, and, uh, that's kind of how I got into it as well. And Brock is a, is a great school. My daughter goes to Brock. Uh, so, uh, Ace is there. And so, okay. So out of school, then, then, then you decided like, so how, how, how did you get into your present role?
1: I mean, I, I got one job, you know, was there for like a year and a half right out of school. Um, got a little bit of experience. Then I moved on to a company called Congress Canada that doesn't exist anymore. It was, uh, Um, the owner retired. Uh, But I was there for about eight years, got a lot of really great experience working under uh, some really experienced planners. Um, And then I started having kids and was looking for more flexibility. And I started working as an independent. And uh, that's when kind of the event partner was born. Um, Born at the same time my children were, I guess.
0: (laughs) Okay, so so Congress Canada is that? Are they considered a destination management company?
1: They're de- they were a DMC and a convention and conference planning company.
0: What's the difference between a destination management company and and uh, say the event partner?
1: Um, well, I don't really work as a DMC, uh, you know, as an event as the event partner. Um, the event partner focuses more on uh, conference management and logistics. Uh, I do a lot of trade shows that that sort of thing. Uh, DMC, you're typically, you're working as an expert um, for your, your city, your destination. So, you know, when you're working with a DMC, you're often coming into the city and you're looking for somebody who's going to tell you, this is the transportation company that you want to work with. We're going to coordinate that for you. We're going to um, plan, you know, your parties. These are the best venues. Um, we might, you know, plan tours. You know, if you have, um if you have you know attendees coming in for a, a conference and you want to be able to say hey why don't you sign up for a tour of Toronto or we'll take you to Niagara Falls, uh, so a DMC would would handle something like that.
0: You know I've I've been in the industry thirty years, near yeah thirty years, and and I never knew I never knew what a DMC was. So thank you. For oh there partner. you go. Okay, so so the event partner, you say it was born around the time when your kids were born. Is is the event partner is it yours?
1: It is. it is. Okay. I,
0: I thought that. I thought that, Lisa. And <laughs> and you just call yourself a pro- project manager as opposed
1: to the owner. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I should start calling myself the owner or something. <laughs> I think it, it kind of evolved. Uh, when I first started working independently, I was freelancing more than anything else. So I was just kind of putting myself out there as an event project manager. And uh, you know, there, I've seen a lot of growth in what I was doing, and incorporated last year, and kind of made it the real deal. So, I guess now I am—I am an owner, and I should call myself that. Well,
0: and, and I, I get it sometimes. There's 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 a lot of people that do that. They they don't want to be seen as the president or owner or whatnot, and, and they feel that that's—I uh, I don't know—might the percept, not the perception they they want to give the their clients. So whatever, whatever works for you. So now, um, how, how old are your kids?
1: 10 and eight.
0: So that tells us that the event partner is around 10 to eight years old. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. You know, you, you, you were, you successfully kind of worked that in with, uh, you know, life balance with raising kids and, and being a, a business owner. Like, was it, was it less work? when you wanted it, like when, when the kids were small and, and, and you had to be around them that, that just worked well.
1: Yeah, I think it, it just provided a little more flexibility. Um, I, I do travel with work. So, I mean, that part was hard, but I have a great partner who, um, you know, he can take care of, he can take care of the kids and the house and everything without me. So he's been a great support. Um, But what I love about being kind of my own boss and working independently is I'll have those ebbs and flows and ups and downs. As we know with the events industry, you might work really long hours leading up to an event and then on the event days. Um, But then once something's behind me, I can take some time off, maybe work half days, maybe just check my email once in the morning and just be more present with my family for a little bit. Um, so I've just found it's given me that level of flexibility. Sure. I just, I also just have to decide sometimes what my hours are and not be glued to the idea that this is a nine to five job, because there are times when I might have to go take a half day and do something for my kids or volunteer at that bake sale or whatever that is. And then maybe that just means after they go to bed, I do a couple more hours in the evening.
0: And, and and then I guess you can also can you decline jobs? Should you, yeah, should it be tough to do that.
1: Um, it's a little easier now. I mean, at the beginning, you kind of want to take everything, um, you know, just from a financial standpoint and get yourself established. But you know, after the 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 ten years I've been doing this on my own, I have a great roster of clients um, that I love working with. And uh, it puts me in a position that if there's something that just doesn't work into my schedule, or it's not the type of event that I want to do, I I have that flexibility to turn something down or pass it off to another planner who might be more interested in it. Perfect.
0: Perfect. And and, uh, the latest, I've known you for quite a few years, the latest that uh, we've been working together on. So we, we have a venue, Lisa uses one of our venues on a fairly regular basis with a, a very large financial company. That's a good client. Uh, I, I won't say it in <laughs> yeah. case you don't want that said here, um, but that's that's a really good client. So you've got clients like that. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Now, my question is, how, how did you navigate your way through the pandemic? Is that, is it be- was it better or worse to be a business owner going through that?
1: Well, I, I like a lot of planners, I did lose a lot of work right off the bat. Um, I look back at that now. It was stressful, I think, at the time, you know, financially and and being unsure of what was coming. Um, But I look back at it now, and I I, I spent an entire summer with my kids. My husband has a steady job, so he was doing his thing. And the kids, you know, they got sent home from school. Um, So from that standpoint, it put me in a position to be able to do that little bit of homeschooling we were able to do. And then once the summer hit, I was kind of like camp counselor mom and keeping them busy. And we actually had a really great summer. Um, So from a personal standpoint, you know, I look back at that and I say, you know, forced me to take that break and have that, that really great time with them. Um, From a business standpoint, it was hard to, be unsure of what was to come and a lot of my clients were looking to me like I had a crystal ball. Should we rebook for next year? When do you think we'll be able to have live events again? And you know, I heard that from a lot of other planners that they were being asked those questions. And I mean, we know the events industry, but I mean, this was a whole global health crisis and there was no way for event planners to know when when the, those things were going to change. So, um, I mean, it was tough, but you know, I got right into virtual events in the fall and, uh, was able to do that for a bit until we were able to get back in person.
0: So leading can't even remember the, I guess, 2020, 2020 winter 2020 into the summer, you had a great summer. And then after that, you got, you got into virtual, like, did you, did you have to, how, do you, how, did you, how did you jump into that? Like, did you know that? Like the tech part? The, like, Or did you just working with your clients saying, hey, we can do something virtual?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm fairly tech savvy. I did take a few online courses and I got my digital event strategist through PCMA. Um, but I, I find with something like that, you can take all the courses you want, but really experience is what is going to get you. Um, comfortable with what to expect, how to troubleshoot, kind of looking out for those things that you may not learn just by taking a course. So what ended up the first virtual event, I actually just volunteered. It was the, um, uh, a colleague of mine runs the sustainable events forum and they were doing a virtual event and she was just looking for some help. So I, it was more of a volunteer role. Um, working on that but it did give me the experience to then confidently move forward with with other clients on on how to run a virtual.
0: You get that experience and then okay you you you're going to present to one of your clients the the possibility of of doing a virtual event do you have to do you have to hire like a tech company to do that?
1: Um uh, I mean virtual events can be run on various different levels. If you want a really high quality production, you work with an AV company. A lot of them have studios set up in their uh, offices now. So it like, it looks like a TV studio. Um, So, I mean, you can have a really highly produced virtual event, um, but that, you know, obviously that's gonna cost more. Uh, And then I, I ran more simple webinars where I've worked as a Zoom technician and just ran that side of things. Uh and just having a Zoom license is all you need and an, an invitation list. So it, it, there's really that high level and then there's a very basic level and you know I can I've done them all.
0: <laughs> like 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 we're doing right here. Yeah. Cuz this is this is why This is why I'm doing a podcast is because when we first got shut down, that's like my bosses were looking for content and uh, that's, that's why Mm -hmm. we started this. uh, So we can do it as simple as this or as, as, and I I also did, I visited uh, Bespoke's studio, um, an AV company, and and they got Mm -hmm. a really nice, it's really cool place that they they really kind of got into in the pandemic as well. So, and so now, so, okay. Then coming out of the pandemic, like you you still have your whole client roster. So, so I I guess that's going to, that's going to that's going to generate your business as we've gotten back now. Are you, are you crazy busy now or?
1: Yeah. Uh, I was crazy busy last year. So it was interesting last year. um, I picked up a new client kind of towards the the beginning of the year and uh, they're a great client I'm still working with. And then as the year went on, I just, Kept hearing from old clients who were saying, "Okay, yeah, we're ready to get back live." You know, uh, let's do it. And so things just kept dropping into my schedule as the year went on. Um, And before I knew it, I was I was very very busy. So it was good, but <laughs> that's yeah, that, a, and that's a awesome. shock to this, a shock to the system <laughs>
0: for sure. And, but a good problem to have, I know. But you know, I, I've kind of like I I started out. Um, managing events so so i but i've now kind of out of the the implementation part of it but i i i very much admire what what you do and, and what other people in the industry do when because particularly you when you're you are the the main person that's dealing with your clients the stress level like because if, if something slips through the cracks it's You can't. There's no way around it. You know. I mean, if you Mm -hmm. forget to order the chairs or the plates or something like that, it's you. You know it. Your client's on you about it. Like, how? How -hmm. how do you handle that stress?
1: I try not to forget to order the chairs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There, there you go. You try just do better, right?
1: Uh, Just do better. I don't know. I think. I would say many years ago, earlier on in my career, I really internalized everything and I would feel that stress. And, you know, I can admit that, that I was probably a big ball of stress at every event. Um, I think just over the years with experience and like even life changes, you, you start, you have a family, you lose loved ones. It just, it kind of puts things in perspective in a way where you kind of just go, well, I just going to get in there. I'm going to do my best. And that, you know, just forget the rest, I guess, (laughs) you know, you just, you do your best. Um, If you make a mistake, you fix it and you learn from it and you move on. You know, I do still feel that stress sometimes. I just, I think, I feel it in a different way than, than I would say I felt it 15 years ago.
0: Absolutely. I completely relate to that uh, and, and agree with that. Okay. And, and so the other thing comes along with that, with you have so many things going on, it's, it's time, time management, any, any uh, um, advice on how to manage all these things? Cause multi, you're, you're, you are multitasking, but multitasking is a tough thing to do and, and, and do many things. Well,
1: any, yeah.
0: tip, any um, tips on how to do that?
1: Make lists um (laughs) make less check things off but I mean that's that's a very you know simple solution but um you know as I said with time management and when I think about all of it I think about juggling my family life my kids and my job um that I really just as I said I need to be flexible with my time and if if it means going back to the computer for an extra hour just to review my checklist at the end of the day and make sure I didn't miss anything, then that's what I do. Um, because oftentimes, you know, I'm, I might finish my day at four o'clock because I got to go pick up kids from camp or, or you know, wherever they are, take them to an activity or get dinner started because somebody has baseball at 530. You know, it's, it's just being flexible, but making sure that you kind of take that, that time to, to review what you're doing and make sure that you didn't miss anything. Got it. And, you know, as I said, sometimes for me, that means going back to the computer for another half hour or so at the end of the day. Um,
0: review. I got it. That's yeah. I, I will start practicing more review time. <laughs> you got your client roster. Now do you, you have like a list of, like you, you deal with the same caterer all the time or all the same suppliers all the time.
1: Um, not really. I mean as as I said, I kind of travel to different locations, so you know and oftentimes working in a convention center, it's in-house catering um so yeah I, I'm often just going with sometimes my clients already have a preferred supplier, so I kind of work with who their preferred suppliers are when it comes to a v um and then catering I often just end up working with whoever is in-house or, um, you know, as I said, if I'm working in a conference center or convention center, they already have catering in-house. So I just have to, you know, work with who they got.
0: And as, as, as we do, but we certainly allow third party caterers in. So I'm glad that you don't have a caterer that you absolutely have to use and you can use us. (laughs) Okay. uh, Another, can you share one life lesson that you've learned along the way?
1: I think it's just from, for me, I'd say letting things go. Like, you know, we talked about that stress level and making mistakes or forgetting something. And, you know, being able to, as I said, learn from the situation, take that le- lesson learned and then and then move on and kind of let it go. I think rather than losing sleep over it for three nights.
0: <laughs> You've done that in the past?
1: Oh yeah, I've, <laughs> I've lost so much sleep.
0: So I guess one of the one of the things that we, we get older we get wiser right Lisa yeah perfect. Well hey Lisa I, I again I want to thank you for taking the time uh, but <laughs> it's okay. But thank you very much for taking your time to come on here I know you're busy it's summer and uh, hopefully you're not taking time away from the kids for this but uh, thanks and and, and I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you in, in our venues but to all the best with your business as uh, as you get further and further away from this pandemic.
1: Thank you so much. It was great talking.